Come on. Jeremy, are you ready? I am ready. Excellent. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Jeremy Pollock is a conflict resolution expert. He is the president of Pollock Peacebuilding Systems. He's a fellow at Stanford Center for Internal Conflict and Negotiation. Excited to have you on. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, thanks. Well, uh, let's see. Personal life, uh, you know, current current personal life, or <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I I'm married with, uh, uh, with my wife, and I have a sweet labradoodle, and we basically uh, have decided to pick up and not live a more traditional kind of settled life. And about a year ago, we started traveling, and just been traveling around the country for about a year. Um, Luckily, you know, because of everything, we've been I've been able to run my company uh, remotely, so I can kind of work from wherever at the moment. So, having a lot of fun doing that, and um, and then you know, just during the week, kind of working and doing you know doing what I do. So I'm I'm working on dissert, my dissertation uh, in psychology, um, and uh, and and sort of running my company in the meantime. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I we work with you know primarily work with companies at this point. So I have a coaching practice that I work with individuals, mostly a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, um, and doing sort of personal coaching. But then we, I'm through my company doing a lot of sort of larger organizations, um, consulting with them. But but do, I do a lot of training, actually training and coaching. So that's my forte. And then we have a lot of peace builders and mediators on our team that, that kind of go in and do interventions in companies that are having conflicts. Uh, between employees and and uh, or between executives and, and and their either supervisors or subordinates, and um, and just trying to help build more peace uh, in the workplace as much as and sort of, so we we have this sort of idea you know based on theory of change model of you know in a capitalistic society that a lot of change kind of happens at the organizational level. Um, so if we can affect change in the organization, we should be able to help sort of affect change in the greater society as well. So we're starting sort of at the ground level and working our way back up rather than the other way around. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, that's what I do. I mean, that's why I do it because I, I'm just sort of my mission in life is to help build, help help people find more peace in their lives between each other and within themselves. Nice. Well, that's certainly a, a, an, an excellent mission right there. And I mean, it's, it's for lack of a better term, it's like your Super Bowl right now, Jeremy. We got, we got COVID. I know right? we got we got we got politics. We got you know. I'm sure that there's a million other things that are ripping people apart, like social media and stuff like that. Um, so it's this perfect snow globe of awful stuff happening, and it's just been shaken up. So, what does a regular day look like for yeah. you right now? My regular days, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like in an, in an hour, I'm going to do a, a, a two hour training for what a company. Um, and then after that, I'll have some meetings with my team uh, throughout the day about, you know, just process logistical stuff. And then, and then I'll do a coaching session later with an executive. Uh, so like, so it's kind of mixed up, you know? So, um, but yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's, there's, there's lots, lots to go around and all the greater, you know, political tension, um, the social tension, uh, tension surrounding the media, all of that sort of bleeds into people's lives, into people's workplaces. And they, and they're kind of not not only are they are they I think 
I'm, I'm seeing conflicts regarding the things that are kind of happening in greater society, but the conflicts that are happening are actually creating, I think what I would might call intrapsychic or, in, you know, even interpersonal conflicts. In other words, there's these, let's say there's, you know, there's sort of there's issues in the greater society, which are, um, we're becoming hypervigilant about or hypersensitive um, to, to being offended in certain ways and uh, uh, based on social groups and that kind of thing. And then that kind of bleeds into society and I mean, into organizations and people in organizations too, or even with their families now, or with friends now. Um, I know people that are, are not talking to friends, not talking to family, having trouble talking to coworkers, not wanting to work with each other, all because of the current rhetoric on both sides of sort of the political or social spectrums uh, that tell everyone they need to be hyper vigilant about being offended and about and about offending. So walking on eggs, everyone's walking on eggshells, and everybody's also hyper vigilant about being offended. And it's and it's really, um, I I'm seeing a spike in everyone's uh, ability to kind of cope with it, and then a spike in you know relationships breaking up because of it. So so it's a, yeah, it's definitely a, a potent time. Yeah, I I, I really want to use curse words i don't normally do that on the show but it is it is it seems like seems like a real shit show out there um <laughs> it's yeah yeah like i'm supposed to be hyper vigilant about all these issues and and i'm maybe i am maybe i'm not but maybe i don't feel that way and, and maybe my coworker doesn't feel that way and it's just yeah so all right so what's 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 well, the way forward <laughs> yeah that's a good question um you know, I, I there, there's no easy answer, obviously, because the the the, the issues are so complex and multi-layered. Um, you know, I, one thing that I think that I would say to people is, as much as possible, try to stay aware of the your social groups or social categories that you identify with, and and. And aware, and and in that also the groups that you don't, and so that when you meet people or that you're with people, that you don't feel as part of your what we might call an in group, and they're part of the out group. So even if I'm just like, you know, let's say I'm an, there's, there's one person's an older female, right? As a, a senior, like maybe in her 60s, and she's a female, and then she feels like she's being marginalized by the younger male, you know, at her company or something because he's ahead of hers, and, and so. And then so she starts thinking, it's because I'm older and because I'm a female, he doesn't respect me and that kind of thing. Um, you know, maybe that's true, but maybe it's not. And I would just start to say, start to question your assumptions about how people are thinking about you based on your particular social categories. Um, because if you start if you start thinking, this person's after me because he's that and I'm this, and that person's after me because she's that and I'm this, and you start thinking that way, everybody's going to make a mistake. Everybody's going to do something wrong, ultimately, because you're going to find something that, they do, that they've done wrong. And then they're going to start walking on eggshells. It's going to be harder for them to sort of be around you. And this is what breaks relationships up and, and, and ends up you know, going to lawsuits and investigations and organizations. So as much as possible, I would say just you know, try to stay aware of these of these, you know what we call in psychology in-group, out-group biases. It's just the mind sort of creates these categories about uh, about where we fit in society. And then 
and then saying, well, that, that person's doing that because he's part of that group and, and, and because I'm part of this group over here, you know? And so, you know, it's not easy. It's definitely not, and it's uncomfortable to question your own assumptions and to question your own beliefs. It's really uncomfortable, but that's, you know, that's, uh, that's what I would I would promote. I would not I would not promote. I, and I know this is maybe politically incorrect. And I and I, it's even hard for you on like you know you're on a pot you're in a public medium and you have to be careful about what you say potentially. I mean if you care about that kind of thing and and uh, and I would just say I'm not going to promote people, you know, increasingly becoming more and more and more sensitive to what everybody what's going to offend everybody because at the end of the day, you know all of us are going to offend someone if we do, you know, if we, mm-hmm. if we just be ourselves because someone's going to be offended by it. So it's like, instead of going that direction, can we all just start to think of each other as like human beings and human beings make mistakes and human beings are also, they're not trying to offend us a lot of times. They're not, they're not trying to actually do something that's hurtful or insulting. And it's, and it's not fair to any of us for someone else to say, you did that because you're part of this social group. No, I did that because I didn't, a human and maybe I made a mistake or maybe I just didn't, you know, didn't think about it or maybe I didn't realize I was going to offend you. I, I didn't try, I didn't mean to offend you. And I just like, can we give each other the benefit of the doubt, you know? Yeah. Amen. I've always thought that that's one of the most dangerous things that, that an individual can think is that there are people out there who are, who are out to get me. There are people out there who do not like me because of my age, my sex, my, my whatever. Right. Um, I think that there's probably a million psychological reasons why that's a negative thing, uh, and you can probably tell me about that. But but yeah, it's and 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 to be able to take a big step back and remove myself from the situation and say, okay, I'm feeling like this. Why am I feeling like this? Is this really? Yeah. Is, is this true, or was this put in my head? Um, so I, I I totally agree. I think that's a great. I think that those are great questions, and and and. I'll say that, you know, when someone, someone questions themselves and they say, does this person not like me because they're part of that sort of group or something, um, or because I'm part of this group? And, and when I say group, it's not even a conscious thing. It's like, does, does that person not like me because I'm this older white female? Or does that person not like me because I'm this particular race or something like that? Now, in some cases, that might be true. Like, there, there are people out there that don't like sure. know, sort of other people. And, and, there's, and there's people out there that maybe... Our, if we look at ourselves, there's people out there that we don't like because of some sort of, you know, category that we've fit them in or something like that. And that's unfortunately a part of just the innate human psychological mechanism. And it's not an easy thing to get around, but I do like those questions and start to question, you know, that, is this true? Is it true that this person does? And if it is true, how do I know? What's my evidence? And, and you can't, so, and I would just say to people, because this is what I see at organizations, when people make a, 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 a they just make a blank, a direct assumption right off the bat, they don't like, that person doesn't like me because I'm an older female or something like that, right? And I would just say, well, how do you know that's true? Is it, is it, you know, so and one thing to say is, you know, if you look just like from a scientific perspective is like, how do I provide evidence to support this theory? Is that person... Is it clear that that person also treats other women in my category the same exact way as me and doesn't treat other people like that? And I think a lot of people will, you know, they'll find evidence to support even that theory. But but going down that line of questioning is, is that really true? Or maybe it's just me me and him. We just don't get along. We don't see eye to eye. We have different perspectives. Maybe it's just an individual thing. I don't know. You know, so 
So, and then if it's an individual thing, that's a much easier thing to tackle. Well, we can figure out what's going on just interpersonally, communication style differences, personality style differences. But when you put things into like, he doesn't like me because I'm this social category, that's much different because now you're saying he's discriminating against me based on a category. And that's, and that gets into, you know, sort of deeper psychological things and also legal and, and, you know, financial liabilities. It strikes me that that's, yeah, that that's just not a fixable problem. Um, um, Right. It's well, I don't, I don't mean to, I think so. It sets, it sets everyone up for, for failure because you're right. And, and you know what, nine times out of 10, they, I, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten because I don't know, but in my experience, anecdotally speaking, um, there every it, it, nine nine out of the ten investigations that are done about discrimination, whether it's age discrimination, gender discrimination, racial discrimination, when they do an investigation, the EEO comes in. Sometimes the, the ones that I've seen, they don't find any evidence for actual bias discrimination. So they do an investigation, and the person claiming, "Hey, this person discriminated against me because I'm an older female." Um, they don't find any evidence for that. And so then it just becomes, well, now if they want to hold on to this story, then it's like, there's no fixable because the other person, a lot of times is like, I I don't feel that way. You're telling me that I'm, I don't like you because you're, you're an older person. I don't, that's not how I feel. Seriously. It's not how I feel. It's just you and me are not getting along. That's it. You know? And it's really hard for people to, to accept that. It's like hard to people accept this person doesn't like me because I'm an individual, uh, just individually. It's hard to accept that. Instead, it's much easier to accept this person doesn't like me because of these, because of the category of it. Because then that doesn't put any responsibility on my actions. Hmm. It just puts responsibility on the other person for being some sort of jerk for not liking me because I'm in a category. If if I take the category out of it, and they get, the person doesn't like me because because I'm because of my personality style or my communication style. Now it puts the responsibility back on my lap and goes, well, then I got to maybe think about what I can change to get along with this person better. So there is a little bit of like a victimhood thing that happens. And I don't want to, I don't want to say everybody that, you know, says person, people are discriminating against me are, are victims because that's not always the case. There are sometimes people do discriminate, but in a lot of cases I see that where, you know, when you be when you can become a victim of a social uh, of a so uh, of like a, a social categorization, then um, you take off the burden of responsibility. It's no longer your fault at all. There's nothing you're doing wrong. It's just because this other person is, you know, biased in some way. And I, 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 I totally agree. And that's again to 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 my great fear is that you're giving away your agency. It maybe it doesn't feel like yeah, that exactly. But you're 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 screwing yourself over. You're you're you you are. And again, these are broad generalities. But that's just my take on that. Is is when 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 you hand over your responsibility in in an interaction of any kind, uh, you're 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 giving away a lot of control and and power to somebody else. Yeah, I I agree. That's exactly right. You're. It's it's all not doing anything wrong and suddenly you've taken away your power and you because now you can't there's nothing you can do to change the situation right and so and i and one thing that i help a lot of people with when we talk about when we when i help you know sort of intervene in conflicts is i really try to help people figure out what is what it is that you can do to better the situation and i don't want to say you're doing anything wrong because people have a very hard time hearing that and i don't want to say you're you know maybe you're not doing anything wrong maybe it's just the fact that you the way that you are and the way that that person is just 
it doesn't gel very well. And so you're going to have to put a little bit more effort into this relationship than you do most other relationships. Um, but what can you do? What is, what is in your agency? You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a difficult topic because even suggesting that it's someone's responsibility, you know, to sort of, to, to take some ownership over the situation and put a little bit more effort in and, and to not, you know, to not play the victim. That's a very, it's sort of a very, uh, uh, um, politically incorrect statement at this moment of like, you know, because there's a lot of sort of victim oppressor talk out there about all kinds of things. And, uh, to, to say, to say, instead of thinking of yourself as a victim, if you, if you honestly want to better the situation, if you just want to make the other person bad and wrong and punish them, you know, play the victim. Right. If you honestly want to better the situation, don't play the victim. And instead go to this person and figure out what can we do? What effort can we put in both of us to take responsibility for our own part and to to start figuring out how to get along better? That's really important right there, right? It's like, what is your, what is your desired result here? Is it just to, 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 to get Steve fired or, or are you interested in, in improving the situation and, and, and getting past it? Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the mind has a very strong desire to be right mm-hmm. because it, it fits in line with the image that we create of ourselves is that we are in some way, we are justified. We have high esteem for ourselves. We are right. We are, you know, and, and, and so to admit that we're not, not, not that we're wrong, but that just like that we're not necessarily the only one that's right here that maybe there is some right on all sides, you know, between me and this other person, this person's, they have their right and their truth and their reality. And I have my right and my truth, and my reality. And those are both, they're not mutually exclusive. They can both exist. And instead of me being right and them being wrong, we can come together and figure out, you know, how to get along a little better. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's tough to figure that out. It's like, how do I, how do how can I stay right? but also allow the other person to be right too. Because it's usually it's like binary. It's like if, if I'm going to be right, then the other person has to be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not always like that. You know, I, it's because like, I've, <laughs> I've been traveling through this country for the last year and, you know, during COVID and during a lot of the social unrest and political tension and social tension. And I've seen so many different types of communities. I've gone through the South. I've gone to the middle of the country. I've gone to the East coast. And, um, I'll say that it, you know, sort of depending on where you are, people are like, especially in the South, I've found it's very diverse. Um, in, at least in the areas that I was in, it's very diverse. Um, and, uh, and people are just getting along great in the areas that I were. There was, everyone is so friendly, regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of age, everyone's so, so friendly. And it, it didn't feel like there was any tension in the air. And then you go to other areas of the country and there's just tons of tension, you know, and, um, and it's all, it was all about, to me, it was just like, it came down to how people treat each other. I mean, if you just, just be a nice person and don't assume that the other person's out to get you and just, we, we can all be friendly and that, and that, you know, it's like, and it, and it's, it, we don't have to like buy into the media's rhetoric. We don't have to buy into voices on either side of the aisle, you know, we can just you know, be nice to each other, be good people to each other. Um, we can choose to do that. You know, we can choose not to buy into the stories and just be good to each other. And that, and that is, a, you know, hopefully that's something that I'd like to focus on in my life and also help other people focus on. 
That's right. And, and it, <laughs> I, I think that it really can be that easy. At least, at least that's a starting point to, to, it can be. to, yeah. to treat one another kindly, to, to be nice and just assume that they're, that, that this person isn't out to get me because they look a certain way or I look a certain way. So, right. And just right. be a grown up, Jeremy, be, be an adult yeah. in the situation. <laughs> That's important, man. It's a, we have our we we all have our inner children, you know, and our For inner sure. children get triggered and they come to the surface and they want to fight, 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 and they want mm-hmm. to adult here, you know. Each it. other, you know, it's funny. I had so I had a, I had someone call me. Um, I had someone call me the other day, and and um, it was a someone that I uh, like an associate of mine, and they were just like, "Can you give me advice? What would you tell a person if they were?" Um, <laughs> he said, "What would you tell a person if?" You know, let's say you, uh, I, I went to the beach um, with my, you know, my girlfriend, and we were just hanging out on the beach, and this is a public beach, hanging out on the beach, having a good time, having a little picnic, and then a couple of people come by, and they, they're blasting this loud music, and it's offensive music, it's got curse words and stuff, and it's right near us, and it kind of just ruined the mood. And he's like, would you, would you, go, would you just go up to them and say, hey, you, you guys need to leave. You guys need, you, you got to turn that down, or you need to leave. And I was like, I was like, no, that's not what I would do. What are you talking about? I'm like, this is a, a, this is a public beach. B, this is not all about you and it's not your world. And see, if you don't like it, just leave. And I said, what I would do, if anything, I would go up to them and I would say, who's playing, who's, who's that on the, on the, uh, on your, on your, you know, whatever, on your, on your, uh, on your radio and, and whatever they say, it sounds pretty cool. Have a nice day, guys. Have a new year. And I'd walk away, like affirm them, validate them. Be a nice person. Don't be a jerk. Who are you, the police? You know what I mean? And he's like, okay, well, thank you. Thanks for that perspective. Uh, I needed that. I needed that. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, it's just like really simple stuff. Be an adult. Be be a nice person. Don't be a jerk. That's it, you know? Yeah. Amen. Simple. <laughs> well, Jeremy, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip, even though I feel like that was a good one right there. What do you have for them? A difference make yeah i mean i i think i don't know if i could come up with a better one you know uh, here's what i'd say give people the benefit of the doubt don't assume that they're out to get you don't assume that they're hostile towards you just give them the benefit of the doubt and and be nice to them and talk to you that's it well i think that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on give people the benefit of the doubt give them a little bit of grace you know, I think that that's such good advice in every aspect of life, whether, you know, you get mad at somebody in traffic, you know, it's probably they're not trying yeah. to offend you horribly or it, wherever. So I love it. They're not even they're not even thinking about you. Right. Don't make it about you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Probably don't even know you exist. So. Right. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can people engage with you? Yeah, they can go to uh, my, my website, my company's website, PollockPeaceBuilding.com, P-O-L-L-A-C-K, PeaceBuilding.com. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jeremy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to PollockPeaceBuilding.com and check out all the great resources that, uh, that Jeremy's working on. Thanks again, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because, again, we are all in this together. I know how important it is for me to hit reset, to refocus, reprioritize, and even reprogram myself every quarter or so. 
in order to make sure that my mind, my body, and my money are where they need to be. These days, we are all going hard constantly with so many demands on our time, our attention. And that's why I created the Strive Online Bootcamp, to be able to take a step back, to ensure that we're optimized in three key areas of our lives, our minds, our bodies, and our money. And I'd love for you to come with me on this two-week journey. You can click on the link in the notes of the show, or you can go to strivedetox.com. Check out the program. I'd love to have you a part of it.